These are stories of women, mothers, and enterprises filled with grit, gumption, and overcoming. Where in the midst of adversity, we see her rise up. She makes a choice. She chooses to emerge. I'm your host, Becca Erickson. Hey, everybody, we welcome you back to the To Emerge podcast and pretty excited because I'm in a room with my own masseuse. I am excited to hear more of your story, too, and for the listeners to hear about building business, being mom. So without further ado, I'm here with Vanessa Norris. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey. Hello. (laughs) Will you jump into your story? Um, You can even start at motherhood and entrepreneurship, but will you just tell us about you? Wow, that's a, that's really broad. Tell me about me. Um, okay, well, I'm not even from uh, min- the Minneapolis, Minnesota area. I moved here probably about four years ago at 50 years old, started over from scratch. My background is massage therapy, personal training, aesthetics, and um, cosmetology. And I took all of those those everything that I love in in all of those categories and I created a business out of that by creating this mobile business and I also use it as part of my ministry Mm. um, and part of my purpose so within doing that and being a single mom um, it was it was it was definitely has been a journey definitely you know being in a business of healing and nurturing and learning how to love and all of that and then and then as a single parent um dealing with the stress dealing with my own stuff and still trying to give to myself as well as give to others which is what we all try to do attempt to do on a daily basis we try to balance giving ourselves and giving to others every day Mm. whether it be our jobs or our children our our husbands our you know the our family members you know friends all of that yeah talk to me about balancing uh being a single mom with like dreams that are boiling up in you as an entrepreneur and and visions you have about like running running a business that looks like wellness with V as what it is now. How do you balance all that? Or how did you? I didn't. <laughs> there Thank was, you. so there's, there's no such thing as balance. Mm. Um, I, my dream was to be a special effects makeup artist. And then I got pregnant, you know, at um, 19 years old. And then my, my dream had to change. And but I still knew that I wanted to. And then, you know, so I'm into makeup artistry as well. I forgot to mention that. And so I had to figure figure it out. How do I still want to stay in the business and, and you know, still be a mother to this newborn daughter yeah. that I have, you know, as a single parent, um, just making not making the, the wisest decision, you know, with the wrong guy. And then thank God I had my family support, my parents, you know, and my my sister, you know, thank God. It's so important to have a support system you know, as a single parent, you know, and I know um, that a lot of people, women don't. And so um, as as I grew um, as a parent, as a woman, as a mother, as a sister, as a friend, I developed um, my ministry around young teenage girls, you know, connecting with big brothers, big sisters and becoming a big sister and, you know, learning from my little sisters on 
you know, just how to be grateful, you mm. know, not to give myself a pity party because my, the, even though my stories, you know, whoop, whoop, it's not all of that. I listen to other people's stories and I'm like, okay, don't complain because it's not as bad as right. you think when you listen to other people's stories, you know, Perspective. And yes, absolutely. And then through the years, using um, massage therapy and aesthetics and, and makeup, you know, on, on people who have never had those things before, they tell you their stories and, you know, and you feel, and, you know, it made me feel really good that I was able to give them a tiny bit of, of me, mm -hmm. you know, that a little bit of makeup made somebody just feel like they were just on top of the world that, a, you know, covering up a scar, you know, made somebody feel like they were on top of the world, a scar, you know, that they got from, you know, being abused or, mm -hmm. you know, or cancer or, you know, so many things. So a massage therapist is what I do, but it also is who I am. basically. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You do. You kind of live and breathe out the whole thing as one now pieced together story, yeah. which is so cool. Yeah. When you were doing special effects makeup, did you meet him in that kind of like, was it a film industry or? No, okay. no, no. It was something that I had planned to do. I had had all had it all planned. I was, you know, going to go to either New York, California or um, Toronto. And I was, the plan was, is, was in place. And mm. I got pregnant by a guy that I was in a play with, hmm. you know, locally. And that, so I had to change everything. You and know? did he ever co-parent your daughter no. with you? No, oh, absolutely not at all not. in the no. picture. No. Okay. No, not So at all. single mom from day one. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He popped in and out throughout the years, you know, which was a great effect to her, you know? And, uh, so it, you know, so it was always, um, a struggle with her mm -hmm. and even as an adult um she still struggles because of his absence and you know that sort of thing so yeah moms and dads make a huge identity impression on kids absolutely they i believe that your father names you you know especially as a daughter i think fathers name their daughters and when I say name, I mean name them as beautiful, name them as courageous, name them as strong, name them as you can do anything, you know. And then if you don't have that, um, it, it, it can be a detriment, you know. Right. And I didn't have that. Even though I had both my parents, my father worked 24 hours a day. He was a provider, but he wasn't really a father. Mm -hmm. So he never named me. I never knew. So I chose, made horrible choices when it came to men because I was trying to get attention, you know, from a guy that because my father wasn't giving me the attention that I thought I that I really really needed. Mm -hmm. And so I chose guys that, you know, I, you know, I thought would could and would name me but they weren't naming me um what I thought what a father would name me hmm. you know they were naming me you know negative things so I made negative choices you right. know and kind of lived up to what you were being told you yeah, were yeah and I passed some of that stuff you know some of that garbage and some of that hmm. baggage on to my my daughter um unfortunately and but then I got to a certain point you know in my in my early 30s when um I had to rely on my faith you know I was introduced to you know to God in so many ways through bad choices but then I discovered you know my faith and my relationship with God and of course and things started getting better but there was a lot of debris left behind that had to be cleaned up and 
So definitely, it's, it definitely has been a journey. Mm-hmm. And so my purpose is Beth definitely in the end has been able to, has been to share my, to share my struggles with others so that they may feel um, validated. So they, we, they may know that there still is another door to be open and that there's still blessings coming. And just because you made some mistakes and you've had some setbacks, that doesn't mean you can't move forward. That, um, that there is a rear view mirror, but there is also a direction forward as well. You know, you don't have to look in the rear, rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. That words are powerful. What you tell yourself, just because you weren't named by your father and you were named negatively by someone else, there's still another voice and that's the voice of God and that's your own voice on what you name yourself. Sure, yeah. You know? And so yeah. being able to deliver that message to young ladies that have come in and out of my life, you know, through what I do um, and who I am, has been just really wonderful right Absolutely. right outside beauty becomes like a really good mechanism for you to yeah. have people come in and you're like little do you know the full authentic Vanessa is going to give you the wellness with V experience, which is external and internal. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, and so when someone, you know, I've had people, you know, cry on my table and, you know, and, and, and express and talk about their stories, you know, why, so why are you here for massage? Why are you here? You know, and well, my neck and my shoulder, well, well, what's going on there? You know, you know, then all of a sudden we start talking and, you know, um, then I find out other things as to why they're really there, you know, what's bringing on the stress and what, you know, yeah, I've heard a lot. Mm-hmm. through the years you know through uh, and I'm grateful and I feel blessed that people have been able to share you know their stories yeah. with me you know well and I think people trust you I mean there's such a there's an air of well you build rapport with people because you are so authentic and there's just an air of you know letting your guard down and trusting you because people know like you haven't had an easy life it hasn't been cushy and perfect and mm-hmm. you know yeah um, yeah, I've, you know, you learn from your, from your journey. Definitely. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm still there. I'm 54 years old and I'm still on the journey. Definitely. Tell yeah. us what the journey is doing right now. Talk to us about Ooh. like the van wellness with V. What are you doing most of the time? You know, oh. it's massage and makeup and but What's like an average week look like? I get up every morning at 4 a.m. and I hit the gym, you know, so I use because I used to be a personal trainer. So that was another way to connect with people who are having physical issues and stuff like that. But that is what really saves me Mm. is if I'm not in that gym every at least four days a week, um, I'm I'm struggling. Right. Also makes you strong so you can work my knots out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, physically, mentally, and emotionally strong. You know, I, I hit the floor on my knees. I say my prayer, do my affirmations. I talk to God. And then I say, okay, this is the day that you have made. I rejoice and be glad in it, you know. So now direct me in the way I'm supposed to go right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could sometimes I get off my knees and I'm like, whoo, the day's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. And sometimes I get up off my knees and it all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Right. You know, so which is, you know, but I have to decide how how I'm going to center that, you know. Right. Before. You get to decide the reaction. You don't get to decide on oh, the circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So wellness with V's, if I, I have if I'm because I know that I'm gonna have to give up and I gotta give to people. I gotta give myself physically, emotionally to people. So 
Um, and it's an extremely important to me that I give them what they ask for and what they deserve, you know. Mm. So I have to make sure that my head and my heart and my spirit is right before, that my intentions are right before I touch anybody. So whatever is going on with, with V, I gotta, I, that's got to go in the back closet until, until I'm done with my day. And then I'll deal with that, you know. So I have to definitely learn how to compartmentalize. You know, I want wellness with V. I want people to know that once they have, had a service with me that their life has been changed just a little bit, mm. you know, um, for the, for the good. Um, I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel at peace. I want them to feel like there's a healing taking place, you know, all of that. I want them to feel something, um, all the benefits that there are that goes along with massage therapy and just in touch, you know, just from a basic facial from a basic eyebrow arch, you know, mm. that sort of thing. I want them to feel like they've been touched and that I've heard them and that when they talk to me, because sometimes when you go get services like this, you know, people don't really hear you. You know, when you say, when you, when you go to a massage therapist and you say, oh, well, you know, what do you need? Well, I need, it's my shoulder. What they spend a whole hour on your leg. You know, I want people to know that I absolutely have heard them mm -hmm. you know when they're talking to me that's why I fill out this questionnaire yeah it's long but I want you to know that I'm reading it and when you're talking to me I'm really hearing everything that you're saying that's going on and what you want me to focus on and target and I mm -hmm. want you to feel like that your needs have been met once you've gotten up off the table tell us about the van like tell us why you are so unique oh well my I'm 10 years ago I I saw I I actually came here to Minneapolis to visit a friend and my friend's husband was getting his hair cut in a van um it was a mobile van um right in his driveway and I got on board it was all lit up I had the barber uh pole and it had wi-fi and it had tv going there was four guys on there they had the barber chair they had love seat and video games going and I thought wow this is so cool so smart so cool and so and the guy and the barber he did it um as his, as a vip service so at the time I was only visiting here and I was still living in Michigan and then fast forward I come here uh, four years ago, and it's always been on my mind. This, I really want to do this. I kept saying, I would love to be able to do this. And then, you know, I thought, you know, living in a small town, and that's not going to work here. So I'll, I'll probably never be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I finally, and then I came here. It's still was in the forefront of my mind. I've always talked about it to people, and people are like, yeah, that's a great idea. You should do that. Like, okay, she keeps talking about it, but when is she going to do it? And then I came here. And I connected with a client and I was, they asked me about, you know, what I wanted to do in the future. And then I said, well, you know, I had this idea about this mobile van. I want to be able to bring people aboard and I want to be able to give them, create the atmosphere. I don't want brick and mortar because there's a lot of people that can go to, to go, that go to brick and mortar. I want people to be able to, I want to be able to go to people to cut out the, um, I got to fight the traffic to get to her then I got to take my clothes off then I got to put my clothes back on then get back in my car then fight the traffic again I wanted to cut all of that out because that's stressful so you just spent so many hundred dollars to get a massage whatever relaxing service and you got to get back in fighting the traffic mm. you know especially in Minneapolis boy the traffic here is ridiculous um all year round <laughs> um and so it's, it's just something I want to be able to to give some, I want to be able to just pull up, you come aboard, 
it's a beautiful atmosphere. A client asked me what I wanted to do to, to answer your question. And I told them. And then so on my birthday last year, they wrote me a check for $15,000 and said, here, I want you to use this to make your dream come true. Oh, my word. And I was just, I was flabbergasted. You know, I, I they said, I heard you. We were just having a basic conversation like months prior to. And I just want you to know I heard you and I really want to I want you, I want to be able to be a part of making your dream come true. Mm. You know, and <laughs> I was I, 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 I was stunned. I had no emotions. That I probably so I probably appeared to be ungrateful because I didn't say a word. I just sat there for the longest and just looked stuck. You know, and I made sure that I used every cent of that money, you know, for my van, every down to the penny. And I, you know, and I and they're still clients and um, they don't even get on the van because they prefer me to come into their home, Mm -hmm. you know, which I'm fine with. But Um, expanded your revenue model. So they knew it was a win. Yes, yes, yes. I said, well, I'll still come into your home. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's it's all about um people hearing you. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. believing in you. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's extremely important, you know, that we pay it forward when um like as they heard me, I hear others. I probably I can't write a check for $15,000 or anything like that, but I can hear you as a client when you say this is what I need from yeah. you. And I want to be able to deliver. That, that. is a gift. That is paying yeah, it forward. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's like the the best bang for the buck then is probably going to a, someone's workplace or a corporate parking lot and you oh, just have a absolutely. stream of. Okay. So I'm, I've been doing that as well. That that open um, my van has opened up a door for that. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's it's made me really learn how to be a 50 plus year old person that has to learn what about what social media is really all about. I hate it. I hated social media and, and modern technology, all of that, but I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Right. I have to, I had to get involved. I had to, um, what, so it allowed me to learn and grow as a businesswoman, as, as a person, um, expanding my mind. And then my girlfriend, um, Nicole Jennings, she's young, she's in her 30s, and she has her own business. And so she has pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. And she's so real. And she's so and she so believes in me, her and her husband, that is my family here. And so they've been great support system Mm -hmm. you know you got to have that support system of people that really believe in you and when they say they're going to they're going to be there for you that they're really there um and they are really truly there she is you know um she has helped me expand my business in so many different ways as far as you know expanding my knowledge and sitting down with me and just help educate me and being so patient Mm -hmm. i have a 54 year old brain I can't absorb all this social media and 21st century stuff, but it I have grown so much since I've been here. I got on a truck. I decided um, five weeks before I even moved here that, okay, it was, to, it, you know, I got a message from God. You got to make this move. If you don't do it, um, then you're going to be stuck. And mm-hmm. so I got a 29 foot uh, truck put all my belongings in it. I had three weeks, no, five weeks to put everything together, 
everything was coming to an end. My brick and mortar um, business, um, the the rent was up. The rent was up mm. in my town home. Um, all my gym memberships, they were all up. Everything was to be renew, mm. be renewed at that time when this happened. Um, the guy that was um, leasing my space for the brick and mortar space that I was in while I was doing my mobile, he came to me and says, I'm going through a horrific divorce. I need you out in a couple of weeks. You know, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but the space, because he was a chiropractor upstairs, love him to death, but he was going through his own stuff. He needed me out so he can turn his space that I was in into an apartment. And he says, I'm sorry, but you got to go. Wow. And I was like, uh, okay. I guess this is kind of clear. Yeah, it was like God was sending me all these different signs and that it was time for me to make a move. Mm. And fear was gripping me at that time. I, I was like scared to death. You're 50 years old. What are you going to do? Are you going to start all over again? You have a wonderful clientele here, blah, 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 blah. Mm. What do you mean you're going to, you you can't leave. Mm. I called my girlfriend here, Nicole. She said, V, you can do this. We will help you. You can do this. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, so neat to have friends like that who are just in your camp. Oh, my God, yes. You know, on the hard, hard days, whether it's motherhood or entrepreneurship, it's a community or one real solid friend Yeah, who just gets you through it. Yes, I have to say God has placed several amazing women in my life. Mm. I have amazing friends, I really do, who have supported me through the years. Um, And they're all corporate. They're extremely smart women. I mean, they're so smart. I'm like, how did I become your friend? You know, <laughs> they, let those bad names go back oh on you. Oh my God. No, come on. Yeah. Identity. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Good name. Exactly. So yeah, I definitely have to say that um, my support system is, is a group of um, amazing friends. You know, mm. some people say that I can only have, I only have, if you have one good friend, you're doing good. I have at least five who are solid Awesome. You know, I mean, like ride or die sisterhood, you know, and that's that's amazing. Yeah, that it, it wow. truly is. It's a blessing. And I, I don't take that lightly. Definitely. The community is such a big deal. Yes. Yes. Especially as a parent. When you're when you're when you're flubbing it up and you're making clueless about what you're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, yeah. my daughter's godmother. You know, she's been there for me. You know, my daughter suffers from um, borderline personality disorder, you know. So uh, dealing with that and learning about mental illness through the years, 20 years ago when it was was starting to happen and I didn't know what it was and dealing with that and, you know, still trying to build a business that's focused around health and wellness. And then here I am trying to deal with a child who is struggling emotionally and mentally. And so that was a challenge. Yeah. Would you kind of pin that as some of the hardest years? Oh my God. Yeah. It still is. It still is because when they reach 20, uh, between 20 and 25, they, they hit a peak that takes them to a whole nother level of dysfunction and, um, destruction. Mm Mm-hmm. And then being a girl and being my only, you know, I I have a, I feel a sense of responsibility to her. I can't just let her go by the wayside. How as a mother do you move forward in your life um, as as a woman as you know to try to have 
uh, a life and be happy and full of joy when you have a child who is struggling. How do you do that? Right. And when you got people on the sidelines saying, well, you should just let her go, you know, right. tough just, love, you know, tough love, let her, you know, kick her out, you know, kick her out into the world. Mm-hmm. She'll, she'll be fine. How do you still go on in life happily knowing that you have a child who is struggling and suffering even though they're being totally self-destructive how do you do that even though they are an adult you know how do you do that there's really you know there's therapists and stuff out there but there really is no one book i agree there's no way to know nobody has the answer to that nobody does and even your mind could shift from a wednesday to a thursday about what's the right thing to do but then but then still you have to weigh every option Absolutely. For your life and her life. Absolutely. Oh, you know, man. and then there's systems out here that can't really help you. You know, the crisis system, mm-hmm. you know, the 911, you know, that there really isn't a system for mentally ill people, mm-hmm. you know, even if they are around healthy people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't kick her out because I, I would have, I would she has to do something very detrimental to either me or herself in order to be put into an institution. And mm-hmm. that's what has been constantly told to me. You know, I've woken up out of my sleep with her attacking me, you know, and, um, it, you know, and so then I have, and thank God physically I am, I can fight her off, you know, I can body slam her and, you know, do all that kind of thing. But I can still in, in, I still have to stay in my mind. This is my child. She's not well. Because if she was someone off the street, I wouldn't have a problem with taking it to a whole nother level. But I have to stay in my mindset. This is someone that I love. Mm -hmm. This is someone that I raised, that I birthed. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to keep that in mind while I am trying to stop her from attacking me. Yeah. You know, and then calling nine one one and saying, Hey, okay, take go ahead and take her. But they're like, Well, no, she has to really you know, she can leave we can you know, make her leave for the evening or we can take her to the emergency room, but then and then she's back again the next day and then the cycle begins, you know. So, you know, getting them on the right meds and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's difficult. There's, and there's not a system out here, you know, and the meds are expensive. So helping her with that and all of that, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know. And still getting up and wanting to be nurturing and loving to the rest of the world. But I can't be nurturing and loving to my own child. So... Mm. That's why it's really important to me that I'm able, if I can't help her, then I have to be able to help others. You got some kind of grit and strength that is cut (laughs) from a whole nother cloth. (laughs) Wow, V. Yeah, yeah. You are a resilient woman and you rewrite it every single morning. You have to rewrite it and start over. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because every day is different. But I do know that, um, that, you know, that God definitely brings me through it, you mm-hmm. know, through it all. Because I don't, if I really sat and tried to figure out how are you navigating in this on a daily basis, I, I can't even answer that. Right. It's by the grace of God, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. You're like, uh, I should have no capacity. At this point, I should be all spent up, dried up, nothing left. Yeah. Yeah. There are nights where... You know, we've had a horrific, you know, night being up all night long and and I like 
I have to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. I have to go nurture somebody. I have to go give somebody, show somebody love, you know. They don't know that, you know, I, <laughs> and, and, you know, or that I had a, someone in my house threatening suicide all night long and, you know, I still got to get up and I still got to do what I got to do. And still I will get up and I will go to the gym and I will work out and I will sweat and I will go home and I will make a, a good meal. I still have to take my vitamins. I still have to pray. I still have to meditate. I still have to do all these things for me so that I can be there for her hmm. and so that I can be there for others. Hmm. Yeah. It's just really incredible of you. I mean, there's so many people that would inside of your circumstance just kind of implode mm-hmm. and be like, well, fine, then I'm not going to do anything either. You know, yeah, yeah. you really have some gumption. <laughs> it's awesome. I don't know what you call it, but it's um, I'm, I'm grateful, yeah. you know, tenacity. Yeah, I'm grateful. <laughs> I truly am. No matter what my um, there's other people whose stories are worse. Absolutely. So, and I and I know this, you know, because I've heard the stories. So how dare I not get up and and do it again? Mm. You know, I can't even give myself permission not to. Yeah. You know. Right. No matter what. Yeah. Yep. You're gonna get every little last bit of marrow out of this life. How dare you waste it? Good yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> even though I'm not where I exactly want to be, where I thought I would be, where I thought I should be. I, I believe that I'm exactly where God would have me to be right now, hmm. you know? Hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. You have taught me a lot <laughs> in the past 30 <laughs> minutes, just about, I mean, I, I'm thinking about how your belief of like fathers naming their children, not, mm-hmm. not with a name on a birth certificate, but their identity. Yeah. That's powerful to me. I think about your gumption and your grit and your acceptance of maybe this is what I was expecting for my life at 54, but I accept where I am because I, at this exact moment, my hands and my gifts can still heal and bless other people. Yeah. And I'm not going to give up even in the midst of like every day at night at home, you have a real battle. Yeah, absolutely. You got yeah. grit. <laughs> Thank you, V. Oh, thank you. You guys for go find me. Wellness with V, Vanessa Norris, just a powerhouse. And hello, if you need your brows, makeup, or a massage, Wellness with V. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you. The Two Emerge Podcast is brought to you by Emerge Mothers Academy. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a positive review. A special thanks to our media manager, Laurel Goulson, and to Jessica Manning for our music. 